It's not another Bills podcast with John Corzilius. That's PTSD from our childhood. Like every single time, I threw remotes at the TV. I I saw that twice a year for 17 years. Than Pat Caprio. I mean, 200 pounds of muscle is like, you know what I mean? That's that's something you yeah. have to work towards, man. It's like. You know, I'm 190 pounds and I look like Tony Gwynn, not like, you know what I mean, Devin Singletary, so. Uh, That's never not going to make me laugh. (laughs) Tony Gwynn, dude. (laughs) Tony Gwynn in the flesh. Oh, man. Who did he play for last? Uh, He he played his whole career with the Padres. Um, Yeah, no, you know a lot more baseball than I do. No, I I only know because he's like, he's like, he has the second highest batting average since like 1930. Oh, gotcha. He's like, whatever, like a statistic to remember if like you're ever like in a baseball conversation. Well, Tony Gwynn. No. <laughs> All right. So we got the uh, the Pagulas. <laughs> I mean, so this is all rumors at this point. Um, a quote unquote ownership source said that, you know, when negotiations, negotiations began between the state and uh, the Pagulas for, you know, building a, a new stadium in Buffalo, uh, Apparently, the ask was 100% in public funding, which you know was met with, you know, applause in Buffalo. Everybody loved it. They said, "Sign me up." Now everybody fucking hated it. And <laughs> honestly, if you, if you logged onto Twitter on Monday at all, it, everybody was in an uproar about it, which totally makes sense. But honestly, it wasn't even that part that got people the most fired up. It was the fact that they uh, apparently mentioned that you know. There are lots of cities in the U.S. who would just love to have an NFL team and would gladly front the money for an entire stadium, like Austin. And they threw out Austin, which I thought was a really yeah. funny example because that's like you think anyone from Austin is going to be able to go to an NFL game after tailgating all day for the horns, you know? Like that would be my thought. Like, but yeah, Austin, I right? mean, honestly, it's I mean that's Jerry World down there too, but. I mean, Austin, I guess Austin is the new boogeyman officially. I mean, it used to be LA for a bunch of years. Then it was Las Vegas. And now I guess since both those cities got their teams, you know, now we've got, now we got Austin. But yeah, I mean, (laughs) I I think one of the good things, you know, is that like, you know, and usually they don't work together, but like most lawmakers in New York state at this point are like, all right, well, we got to make this like a statewide deal, you know? And it's like, I mean, that's good. That's good for the people of Western New York, you know, and it's good for like Bills fans, but I can't help and think like if you're in like East Rockway, New York, if you're like Sag Haba, you know, way out on the east side of the island, like you could you imagine like your tax dollars going to like building a new Bills <laughs> stadium and like you're just you're just watching the Jets just get whomped like Zach Wilson, like just, you know. Yeah, but I mean, if you're from Western New York, can you imagine your tax dollars going to the other side of the state? <laughs> <laughs> never happened yeah. before has first it? time yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that's a good what's that meme from have you seen that where yeah, he's looking over um, his like first time <laughs> yeah it's james franco i think is yes. the guy in the meme yeah yeah it's like some I sort of what like, movie that's from yeah uh anyway so they're threatening to move to austin which is pretty much the equivalent of proposing to your girlfriend and trying to convince her by threatening to hook up with somebody else <laughs> when you were saying that i mean that's like can't help but think i mean women have such more knowledge over like psychology and stuff like i only say this because i don't but (laughs) like i feel like kim is like just like 
she I mean she's probably going to keep the team in Buffalo but she's just like all right all right let's make the fans remember who's number 1 you know <laughs> Kim's like I'll, I'll bake cookies for all you guys but you know damn well who's in charge <laughs> <laughs> and now we do I guess the other thing that I was wondering about was I mean I know this came out quite a while ago that the uh, the plans were um, not to build it in downtown Buffalo. They wanted to keep it in Orchard Park, and it was going to be an open-air stadium, just like the one that they have. And, I mean, I don't know how much goes into this, but, I mean, it'd be really cool to have a retractable roof. Obviously, that ups the price quite a bit. But, you know, if you had any hopes of hosting the Super Bowl at any point, which I don't even know if that that's something that they aspire to at all. Oh, I mean, if you build a new stadium in the NFL these days, you get a Super Bowl. That's kind of been the precedent. You know, but if you're in Buffalo, they're not going to schedule you a Super Bowl unless you got a roof on the place. Because no, I, I mean, I I know it'll get done. It's just one of those things. And, and even like, I don't know. I mean, I guess Philly. You know, it's the same kind of deal. But at the same time, like this year, I felt like it was a huge advantage having home field advantage in the playoffs. Like, I mean, obviously, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you're the Chiefs and you have like max capacity for anyone in the NFL other than like the Dolphins and. You know, you, mm-hmm. you cruise through two games and then, you know, you finally go to a place where there's not like 20,000 screaming Chiefs fans and, you know, it's yeah. not cold Kansas City. So <laughs> that's that's a pretty good point. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just I thought that they were going to go with the retractable roof option because I mean, I, I guess you're right. Philly didn't. How many years ago did they build a new stadium? I didn't I didn't even know. Is it Lincoln Financial or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like 2010, maybe 2011, but. Oh, okay. So, I mean, but still, that's like 10 years ago. That's, yeah. I mean, that's been a little while. And there was one Super Bowl at MetLife, and that was like trash. Like, literally, it wasn't. It was like a 10-3 game, 9-3 game. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, they've got worse weather in Miami before for some of those Super Bowls that got rained on pretty heavily. What was the, what was the Prince Super Bowl? Who was playing that? No, the Prince Super one? Bowl was definitely my. That was, Prince was Colts, Colts Bears, like Peyton Manning, Rex Grossman. And it did. It rained. Wait, like, just just to be that wasn't Tampa Bay, was it? Well, uh, it was somewhere. It was maybe, a Florida. It was a Florida location. Yeah, but, maybe oh, that was Tampa Bay. Okay, yeah, that's Colts Bears. Devin Hester. Yep. Like, oh, dude. I, I guarantee you, like ten years from now, they're gonna be like, yeah, Deion Sanders, Devin Hester. No, it was in Miami Gardens, Florida Dol- Dolphins, Florida. Ugh, gotcha. Dolphins, All right. <laughs> Dolphins, Dolphins Florida. Yeah. <laughs> that's going a little far. <laughs> but yeah so i mean that that was a rough super bowl so i don't know maybe if we build one they'll, they'll bring one in the 716 yeah i like i said i bet they'd only do it if it was close stadium because yeah. the nfl is not gonna let their precious super bowl come down to weather if they well, can help it you know, and also afc championships were built for weather literally that's you know? what i was gonna say I, I feel like that's what the, I mean, the, the kind of business that the NFL is, this is kind of par for the course for what they do. They, they started out as a negotiation. They say, all right, we want public to pay for 100%. And then New York State says, yeah, f- you guys, how about uh, 0%? And then they start negotiations and end up meeting somewhere in the middle, essentially, yeah. which is, I'm sure that's where this will end up. But I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, it's it, if you're thinking about it as a whole, it's really interesting because... You know, the NFL is so, it's not like an NHL team trying to fund a stadium. The NFL is so profitable. Like, if you were to just get a bunch of investors together, you'd be profiting within five years, essentially. And, you you know, the NFL just signed off on its its largest TV deal of all time, you know, in the next coming years. So, 
you know, te- teams get checks for three hundred million before the season even starts, yeah. and they sell any tickets you know, mean, for you broadcasting. But like one point, what is it? One point four billion. I mean, that sounds like a 1. lot of money. Five, yeah. But like, like you said, I mean, if you get you know thirty guys that are you know basically very well off, like you know, and they even if they funded like forty percent of it or something, in addition to the Pagulas funding forty and maybe the state funding twenty, which I mean, that's like yeah, if the state takes a dump and doesn't want to pay for the stadium, but you know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I'm with you, Johnny. I think there's got to be a way. And it's just, it's disheartening. It's like Austin, Texas, bro. Like you have the fucking Longhorns. You have fucking Vince Young. You have fucking Ricky Williams. Like you have fucking Mac Brown. You have fucking Colt McCoy. Like, and, and now you want, you know what I mean? Now you want, like, come on, come on. You, you can't have Josh. Josh is ours. Josh, dude, and we had to sit through years of shit and like UB is okay. I mean, they're like the, like, I don't know, like the Detroit Lions of the Mac. Like they come out every once in a while, have like a, a good year. And then, you know, they, they had trouble getting over the bowl game hunt for a while, but they're better. But like, dude, come on. You can't say like, oh yeah, yeah. You guys can watch UB. Like we, we, where are you going to put them? Like, honestly, like they'd get fucking slaughtered if they paid in the big 12. Like you guys have like, you know what I mean? Just premier college football and you want to take this away from us? Like. I, I mean, hopefully it's a rumor and Kim's just playing mind games with us. So we'll be super excited when the bills stay, but like, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And you know, there's no doubt that Buffalo is one of the smaller markets in the NFL, small, one of the smallest by far. But I mean, we all know that the, the fan base is far more committed than any other city. I mean, you think LA gives a fuck about his football team? Like, well, you know, probably smaller percentage of LA than, you know, how many Buffalonians, you know, give a shit about their football team for sure. And that's the thing but. too, is like those stadiums have attendance issues. Like you can't tell me like, you know, that's it, so ignorant. I've heard on TV recently, like, you know, whatever at the national level, like are the, are the bills not selling? T- no. <laughs> like, I mean, oh my COVID gosh. No, a little the bills bit are going to sell like, more tickets this year than they have in yeah, 10 probably years. Ever, dude. Like, yeah, no, maybe not ever. Cause they have more box seats and less like whatever general admission seats, but uh, right. I, it just like upsets me because it's like, is that what you think? Like we're like the expos out here with like five thousand people. Like no, like come on. <laughs> oh god, the, the expos are down. You can't kick them while they're down, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, there. Right. Yeah, no, I, I think they said that Josh Allen was trying to get a box. Uh, to, he was trying to buy a box for the year so he could, you know, give give the box to his family and friends for the games, and he couldn't get one. Like the boxes were sold out. Josh Allen could not get a box. That's, you know, um, so. So I'm taking a look at something interesting right here. Okay. So I'm looking at the ticket prices. Would you all like to know what the cheapest game in the whole year is? Oh, can I take a guess? Yes. I'm going to peek it. I'm going to peek at the schedule. I'm talking regular season, ladies and gentlemen. Cheapest game of the season. It's it's tied between two teams, and like I feel like one team definitely a lot of dudes have something to prove, and the other team like the guy just blew a twenty eight to three lead. Um, All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Panthers. That's one. Yeah. Yes. And let's look. Got Jags and oh Texans. Texans has got to be the you, other one. You would think. You, you would think. Oh, is it the Jags? No. No. It's a, it's kind of a slight on a guy that I've always really liked. I mean, he has best wide receiver traded away. Well, maybe not his best. Calvin Ridley's pretty good, but like Falcons, Falcons, yeah. Ah, oh, gotcha. I mean, I yeah, understand. When you said blew the lead, I should have I should have picked up on that. 
No, you're good, man. Like, I understand the Carolina Panthers. Like, you're like, yeah, our marquee player, Robbie Anderson, who, but he was catching <laughs> balls from Ryan Fitzpatrick, Robbie Anderson. What a, what a player. It's like, okay, so your best player, like, might have been good on a terrible team. You know, maybe you found a diamond in the rough, but like, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like that's a slight against, like, I mean, Maybe not, but I, I if I was Sam Darnold, I'd be like pissed. Like if I was like, all right, you know, I'm gonna buy some tickets for my family, and I go, I go right here on StubHub, and like the 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 cheapest tickets for the whole year against me. I'd be like, come on, like, I mean, I might feel better if like I saw like Matt Ryan also had the same situation, but like, I mean, I don't know, a little bit of disrespect. <laughs> all right, so since we're talking about the the Pagulas here. Um... We, we kind of came up with this next segment as, you know, kind of to to give give our ideas to solve this problem of coming up with $1.5 billion because, you know, the money's not going to come from nowhere. So we just wanted to throw our hats in the ring and, you know, just give some some really good at fundraising ideas. You know, if, if anyone important is listening to the podcast, feel free to take these. These are not trademarked. Um, yeah, so anyway, first idea... Drill another oil well. <laughs> if you're well, the Pagulas, <laughs> don't let them. Don't let them do that here. That's a Pennsylvania thing. But if they yeah, if they want to yeah, do fracking. it in Pennsylvania, if they want to do it in Pennsylvania. Like honestly, I'm sorry, people of Pennsylvania. Like we need we need this oil well right now. <laughs> All right. So second idea, um, you could sell some Girl Scout cookies at a Snoop Dogg concert. I feel like that's how can you go wrong? Tell me, tell me what's flawed with that idea. But. No, I mean, if I was a Snoop Dogg concert, man, like, I don't know. Some of the Samoans, dude, ooh, I could f*** some Samoans up. <laughs> dude, Samoas are definitely underrated, I feel like. I, I don't know how the, you know, some people will say that Thin Mints are the best, but Samoas are the real best Girl Scout cookies, like, by far. No, it's true, and, like, I hate, like, like anything else with coconut on it will not touch but like this one's like yeah yeah oh that's probably because it's not even real coconut but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no nobody's touching a tag along are you kidding <laughs> anyway idea idea three all right this this one this one some stuff could go wrong but it's a pretty good idea buy some dogecoin <laughs> hack elon musk's twitter account and then tweet about dogecoin true i I think that that's got some potential, you know, especially if you invest, you know, a billion in Dogecoin and tweet about it. Yeah, might, might be looking pretty good after that. A bill and a half. <laughs> I think, I mean, honestly, if anyone were to do it, I, know, I mean, Isaiah McKenzie, Andre Smith, step up right now, business owners. Like, how, how uh, bad yeah. you want to, how bad you want to help the fans out right now? Like, how about Bitcoin Barkley? <laughs> Is this where he, he reenters the team atmosphere? He, uh, Cryptocurrency yeah. management for that's what, PSE. That's what I'm thinking, man. Like, I think Barkley. The worst part is too, like, if you ran that idea by Matt Barkley, and you were like, Matt, you're a, you're a Bills legend. Like, you know, he'd probably. I, part of me feels like in real life that might go down. Like, <laughs> Matt Barkley <laughs> loves the Bills enough that he probably would be like, "All right, I'm going to do some uh, some crypto advising right now." Okay, Terry, <laughs> get the boys ready on the Twitter. <laughs> so another idea. Start selling folding tables outside the Ralph. Did they did they outlaw folding tables at tailgating two years ago at some point? Nothing is outlawed. <laughs> <laughs> Not when you're tailgating for a Buffalo Bills game. <laughs> All right. And our final idea, 
which I don't know. This might this might hit some nerves, but anyway, so he started GoFundMe and have all the Buffalo radio stations play Bon Jovi until the goal is reached. So, like, in, to incite a fear of John Bon Jovi buying the team and moving it to Toronto, you would be like, "Listen, you need to fucking donate this money because it's either here or Toronto. <laughs> like, make up your fucking mind." I mean, no, just people people will get fed up with Bon Jovi and, and donate <laughs> to to help make the make the radio station stop playing Bon Jovi. No, that's true. With like some with some Terry P like mind tricks involved as well, because you would be like subliminally pitched. You'd be like John Bon Jovi, like trying to deal my precious bills. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if Jack FM is um, permanently banned Bon Jovi yet. But do you remember the band Bon Jovi Summer, the year no, that he was no, trying to Jack buy the team? Did. Yeah, no. It, it, Jack and a couple other Buffalo radio stations stopped playing Bon Jovi for the entire summer. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't even think. Maybe Jack FM is still around. I want to say it's like it's a different, it's a different radio station now. Oh really? Sad. Yeah. Damn, dude, they got a Jack FM here in Nashville. Really? Maybe it's yeah. nationally syndicated then. Yeah. Well, it's not like totally nationally, but it's it's in a couple cities. All right, let's get a Sabers update in here. It's time for the weekly Sabers update. The last time the Buffalo Sabers were any good, Chris Drury was on the team. Now this guy, he's 46 years old, and he's a fucking general manager for the Rangers. This has been your weekly Sabres update. Is that, is that all right? Maybe a little less aggressive. Another take. All right, Pat, let's get some Bill superlatives in here. All right, man. Yeah, so, you know, most of our listeners probably got some uh, some kids, you know, hopefully we're appealing to the dads here of the world. But um, <laughs> if if you do have a child, or hypothetically speaking, were to have a child, what Buffalo Bills player on the roster right now would you want to coach your kids' little league football team? Honestly, so my first thought on this one was Dion, right? But I had Dion as my first answer last week, so I had to, I had to switch it up a little bit. I went with Diggs, dude. I was I was kind of thinking about like what makes a good little league coach, and I was I was kind of thinking about my own little league coach and. Anyway, I quit Little League after my first year because my coach wouldn't stop screaming at people. And so I feel like Stefan, you know, he's cool. He's got it going on, but he knows that there's more to life than Little League baseball. You know, he's not going to, he's he's not going to, you know, he's not going to yell at your kid so much that it's uncomfortable, but he's going to be out there. They're going to have a good time, you know, and he'll get him hyped up when he needs to. Yeah. And I mean, he's, he's pretty knowledgeable about the, the video juegos out there, you know, him and Josh, you know, they, they frequent uh, war zone territory. So, you know, your kids, they, they can yeah. talk to them about that too. Yeah. Yeah. That was so funny hearing about um, Stefan when he was new to war zone with Josh. <laughs> and Josh was like, yeah, I was carrying him. And then after like, it, it was like a month later, Stefan's like, no, he's like, I just had to get good. He's like, I, I carry Josh now. <laughs> That's probably true. Honestly, who you got Pat? Man, I'm going to have to go with Trey White right here. You know, honestly, dude's a lot of fun. Might even be able to show the youngster a little bit about the old hooky. You know, I think Trey White, keep it lighthearted. Dude watches a lot of film. Probably not going to make little kids do that, but in general, I think he'd be pretty <laughs> hype. I'd, I'd have fun watching him, coach. Yeah, dude. And, you know, if your kid wants to be a goalie, you know, he might have an end to the Trey White Goalie Academy. That's, that's some prestigious stuff for all you guys listening outside of New York State. Very prestigious. Yeah. 
All right. Next up, we got member of the coaching staff most likely to suit up in an emergency injury situation. Well, you know, I got to go with Leslie Frazier. I mean, I really don't think how how old he is really matters. Like every dude on that 85, you know, Bears defense was insane. Like I, I, same thing. Like if Mike Singletary was still a coach in the NFL, I'd be like, I, I don't even care how old he is. Put him in there. Like he, he would destroy his body to make a tackle. Like he would literally probably cripple himself to be like, yeah, you know, one more, <laughs> one more big like shoulder pad collision, you know, so he would be my pick for sure. Dude, I had to, uh, I went down the entire coaching staff list for mine. Cause I was really thinking about it because you know, everyone wants to say McDermott and I, I fully believe that McDermott would suit up and, and go in like he's, he's, he's got the head for that, but I went with Chad Hall because dude's only 35 hasn't been retired for that long. Could probably still at least ball in the slot just a little bit, you know. But I'd have to look up some Chad Hall career stats. I think he was undrafted. Yeah, he's got 155 uh, career receiving yards. Oh, wow. Um, well, but, that's... you know, Air Force grad, Air, you know, up there. You got to be tough to be able to do that shit, you know. Go and wake up, do PT, and then practice. I think that's a solid pick. Especially, too, because, like, I mean, I love Sean McDermott. Great dude, but, like, Sean wasn't trying to play in the NFL. Like, literally, when Sean graduated from William Mary, he's about to work at Goldman Sachs. So, like, I feel like, I think that's definitely a good a good call, too, Johnny. You know, picking two yeah. pros. Go out there, yeah. play against pros. Well, All right, player most likely to support a move to Austin. Well, you know, no player here in Orchard Park wants to play anywhere, but, you know, right here for the Buffalo Bills. But, I mean, Cole Beasley, number one. I mean, he is from from Texas, you know, so I could see it. Maybe, you know, he would be okay with it. And, and Jer, Jer also is from, he's from Texas, but I, I think he loves being a Buffalo Bill. So, I don't know. Hopefully oh, yeah. no player. Hopefully no, hopefully they're all pissed. Yeah, no, for sure. I I had Cole Beasley down too, just because of the <laughs> Texas connection. <laughs> he probably but yeah, no, Ed Oliver's from Texas too, but no, I th- I think they love being in Buffalo too. And plus, Ed's literally probably like anywhere I can ride my horses, I'll play. You know? Yeah. Like- <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right, Pat. Who is today's standout of the drought that we are saluting? Today, I'd like you guys to put a very very straight. 90 degree angle with your hand on your forehead to Mr. London Fletcher. Okay, this man wasn't the biggest. You know, he was only playing about 5'10, 220 pounds, but this cat ran a 4'38 and he made a lot of tackles. He's a Super Bowl champion, multiple first team all proer, and more importantly, in the 2005 season, this guy just. He just was kicking ass and taking names. 158 tackles, 104 of them solo. This dude had four sacks, six tackles for a loss, one safety. And I mean, career-wise, I, I just think that this is someone we should like. We should be proud that he played on the Bills, man. Like he's number two in career tackles, literally number two. Like him and Ray Lewis. I, I mean, that's insane when you think about it. Like, and he's only 50 career tackles behind Ray Lewis for first all time. So, I mean, and everyone thinks Ray Lewis should be like a first ballot Hall of Famer. So, you know, maybe give, maybe give London in the Bills Uni inducted into the Hall of Fame. That would be, that would be pretty sick. Not, not that Washington bullshit at the end, you know, cause they were just, they were just giving him props at the end when he finally deserved <laughs> it. But like, if you're going to induct, if you're going to induct him in the Hall of Fame, which probably won't happen, but if he gets in there, you know, the old boy from John Carroll, make sure uh, he's suited up in a Buffalo Bills uniform, folks in Canton, Ohio. Now, he- here's the question. Wall of Fame? 
at least Wall of Fame, dude. Like, yeah, come on, he put he played on some good teams. Like, why are you gonna yeah. do that to London? When was who was the last new player to get put up on the wall? I don't even think Fred Jackson's on the wall, dude. No, no, Fred's not on the wall yet. Oh, it's been t- a while. Eric oh, Molds or something like yeah, that. Yeah, probably Eric Molds. Gosh, we got. Yeah. Did the wall run out of room? Did it, maybe? Not Kyle Williams isn't up there either. No, I don't even know. No. I think no. Eric Moulds has got to be the last one. I mean, we're probably looking at a couple of dudes right now on the squad that'll probably be up there eventually, but like... Oh, we, heck yeah. We had a gap there about 20 years, no Wallers. Like, they're going to be like, what <laughs> happened with that 20-year span? And we're all just going to have to be like, yeah, it sucked. Like, there's this guy, Tom Brady, and like no one thought he was going to be good in the NFL, and then he's like way better than anyone expected, and like he took care of himself. But, you know, whatever. All right, so I'm looking at the Wall of Fame... <laughs> 1980 OJ Simpson did they ever take him off the wall or is he still on the dude, wall dude I've literally okay I've had this conversation with my boy Randy Randy if you're out here listening I love you bud but um, he said for him it's like he's always a little bit woozy when he like listens to an artist that he knows has done bad stuff like if he's listening to some Chris Brown like he feels guilty or even like Michael Jackson like he loves Michael so he'll just like get around it by listening to like dub remixes of like Michael Jackson songs with like no vocals cuz like a lot of the music he didn't write but like I don't know I, I I'm a simple man <laughs> I mean Orshel James he's done you know we we're this is our one show one joke limit you know so like I mean since we're at the OJ <laughs> joke period like you know I, I first dude to crack 2000 man like props to him props to him Everything else, you know, whatever. People love Diana Ross and the Supremes. People love, you know, a lot of solo John Lennon stuff, but, you know, Phil Spector, Murderer made that. So, like, you know, let's all just enjoy Orschel. Who is the last right. dude, though? Did- so, okay. So, you're going to be surprised here. Uh, Eric Moulds is not on the wall. Really? Yeah. So, anyway, I'm going to go in, in descending order. 2017 Cookie Gilchrist. Which he was like, I mean, they were one game away from playing you know, in the Super Bowl, 1967. Right. So, like, I mean, Cook, he was a stud. 2015, Lou Saban. 2014, Van Miller. 2012, Bill Polian. Yeah. 2011, Respect. Phil Hansen. 2010, Booker Edgerson. 2008, Bruce Smith. 07, Steve Tasker. 06, Andre Reed. 05, Thurman Thomas. So, if if you're putting that, like, those guys were going up on the wall six seven years after they retired yeah which honestly like eric molds has been retired for what yeah. 10 12 years yeah at least dude at least like i don't think yeah. eric molds played much past like 2007 even yeah so that's a know. good that's a good question when we're gonna see people on the wall like who would you put if you, if you had to make a short list of players through this moment right now that you would put up there like if you had to pick three if you had to pick three to put up there who would you all 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 off the bills already like, yeah, I mean, they can all be off the uh, Bills players right now through the draft. Okay, Bills players right now. Okay, obviously, um, gosh, I got to leave off all the people who's back half of the career that we're, we're about. Even Josh. I, I got to leave Josh off this list because we haven't seen. I mean, obviously, Josh is going to be on the wall. We're going to win four Super Bowls in a row, and the universe is going to correct, but can't get, him, can't get ahead of myself no, too fast. No, I feel you. So I think Jerry. I think Jerry's yeah, going no, on the Jerry, wall. No, Jerry, if anyone, he deserves it, dude. Like He's, he's played for the Bills. Year. for He's he's the longest tenured Bill yeah. uh, right now on the roster, you know, which isn't 
an accomplish. I mean, it is an accomplishment. That's not Dude, enough to get on the wall. It's a total accomplishment. But. He went through m- multiple general managers, multiple coaches, multiple owners. Man, like, oh it's yeah, insane. yeah. I'm just saying that there's plenty of players who have done that 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 aren't on the wall. I'm just saying, like his. I mean, he's got he's got the same kind of playoff stats as yeah. guys from the '90s. Literally, he does. Know. Like he's and he's career tied stats. With, honestly, no, he probably does have some pretty good career stats. I know that he's tied with Daryl Talley for most postseason sacks at number two. Like, yep. and then I think Bruce is number one postseason sacks all time. But yeah, I mean, that's that's a prestigious company. Yeah, Daryl Talley. Did you say Daryl Talley's up there? Uh, yes. Yeah, he was. He was up there in 03. 01, Jim Kelly went up. Kent Hall in 02. Dude, I I golfed with a guy about a year ago who played college ball with Kent Hull. Really? Yeah. You're talking yeah, like just the center? Randomly. Dude, it was actually when COVID started, um, the public courses in Nashville opened up for free. And so they were just kind of grouping guys together. And I got I got paired up in a foursome with this guy. And I had my Bills hat on, you know, because I'm always representing. And dude was just like, yeah, hey, uh, you know who Kent Hall is? I was like... Of course. So was he like? Was he a big dude, like a lineman, like Ken? Yeah, like- yeah. He was. He was on the line with with Ken Hall in college. I f- I forget. I don't even remember what college he went to. Honestly, still cool though. You probably yeah. knew like right after he said it. You're like, yeah, this dude looks like. Because I feel like if you were like Cole Beasley, or like Emmanuel Sanders, even, and you were like, yeah, I played on on a team with like, you know what I mean? There probably were some dudes that were like massive on that team. <laughs> <laughs> probably like some like six seven offensive linemen you know what i mean like six seven yeah. three twenty and like you know what i mean cole beasley be seeing him now and be like yeah I play college football with this guy you know what i mean and that dude's kids probably be like oh, is this guy even like what, what's he talking about like you know little you know old cole skirting around so that's awesome man anyway so other I, I don't know i feel like it's too early in the career of all the other bills to put them on the wall but you know past past I mean, drought drought bills that you think will be on the wall. It's hard to tell because based on that list of people who are on the wall, if Eric Moulds isn't already up there and, you know. And Eric played in a lot of playoff games too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Probably the same amount, if not more than like, you know what I mean? Jerry. Like probably more than Jerry, honestly. Right. Well, Eric, I'm trying to think. Was Eric a rookie? In what, 96, 95? If it's ninety, if it's ninety six, then they lost what in the first round ninety six, ninety eight, ninety nine, or no, it would have been yeah ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah. So I, I guess not that maybe not that many games, but enough, you know. Yeah, like I mean, do you think of Lee Evans in this conversation? I don't know. He Lee Evans great. had some good years. And yeah. Stevie Johnson had good years, but he also like I remember a game in Pittsburgh, and I love you, Steve. Like, and you rep the Bills all the oh, time, dude, and I do oh, love dude. you. But you know, That's you remember that Pittsburgh game. Steelers? Yeah. And maybe the ball, maybe it was slippery. You know, maybe the lights were flashed. I probably myself could not make maybe that catch. Maybe God wanted him to drop that ball. Well, that's true. Maybe if he didn't drop that ball, we wouldn't have Josh Allen right now. So, exactly. I mean, you know Thanks. the chain of events that that led to the Kardashians getting famous, right? Well, I know their starts- their dad, Bob Kardashian, owned like Billboard. So, like, he was like big music producer, whatever promoter. Gosh, I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm gonna tell this story, and then I'm gonna have to fact check it before I decide to cut it out or not. Because I've heard this. I don't know if... I haven't really confirmed it. He was a lawyer, too, like Rob Kardashian was. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that he represented OJ. Yeah, he did. Robert Kardashian. Yeah. So anyway, so he represented OJ, right? OJ... OJ was drafted. So the year before OJ was drafted, it's like week... 
I want to say week 17, but I don't know if they were still on the 12-game schedule at that point. But anyway, so last week of the season, Bills had a terrible season, you know, losing record. Game didn't matter. They go deep to this guy, and much like the Stevie Johnson catch that we were just talking about, guy just <laughs> drops it. I can't remember the name of this receiver. I'm going to have to look it up. Guy drops the ball. If he if he catches the ball, they win the game, but they lose the number one overall pick. So, oh, and they wouldn't have gotten OJ. Yeah. So that guy who dropped the ball is the reason the Kardashians are famous. Kardashians because, famous. Yeah. yeah. So he drops the ball. Bills draft OJ. OJ comes to Buffalo, meets his wife, allegedly <laughs> murders his wife. And anyway, Rob Kardashian hired to represent OJ in the legal proceedings, therefore bringing him up to, you know, Hollywood, uh, you know, into the limelight, if you will. And yeah. subsequently, his uh, reality star family. No, that's true. So that's like, um, if if you wanna, thanks, Bills. Thanks, Bills. <laughs> All I did was like, <laughs> I mean, basically. Well, I don't want to say anything. All he did was help someone get acquitted. But um, you know what I mean. <laughs> like that is true. I mean, without that case and like him being on TV, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? you guys for listening and uh be sure to check us out on twitter uh we started a twitter you know we're up to like 20 followers so watch out might get verified soon dropping some <laughs> zingers dropping zingers on the world yeah uh we're on twitter at not bills podcast um the uh not a not another bill not podcast another was bills was podcast. it too long of a handle twitter wouldn't let me create it so at not bills podcast and uh, yeah, so we'll we'll post episode highlights and stuff like that, so you don't miss anything. And uh, we should be live on Apple Podcasts now as well. We weren't for that first week there, but should be live there and anywhere else you listen, like Spotify, uh, Google Play, YouTube. Yep, we'll be posting them on YouTube as well. So we were going to shoot for every Tuesday. Um, it's going to be a little bit scattered until the season starts, but once we get going in the season and stuff like that, uh, we'll be doing every Tuesday. So stay tuned, uh, follow us on social media, tweet us, um, I think on the Odyssey, or not Odyssey, on uh, Anchor, you can uh, leave us a voice message, and if you have any questions for us or comments or anything like that, just go ahead and leave us a message, and uh, we'll talk about it on the show, because, you know, we don't have anything else better to talk about. Now they can leave these messages right on their phone, John? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just... uh, if you go down to the the website on whatever app, like on Apple Podcasts, if you scroll down on our page, we'll have a link to the website. And uh, you'll click that link, and then there'll be a little button that says leave a message. And uh, you should be able to uh, just record a little phone message right there. Or you can tweet us if, you know, you're not confrontational, because I know, like, <laughs> if I have the choice between ordering something online and calling the phone and asking somebody for it, you know, 11 times out of 10, it's the online ordering. <laughs> No, I feel you. And if you are somewhat confrontational and you would like to uh, um, have us confront each other, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, but, no, yeah, it's, it's, le- the, it's the virtual winer line, dude. Yeah. So Basically if you got any winers, line. you got yeah. any winers, you got any winners? You if got you want any, to talk uh, about the Sabres, you are welcome to call. We will absolutely include that in the Sabres segment. So tune in and uh, make sure you follow us on socials and uh, leave us a review on the podcast if you're feeling nice and you hate the Patriots. But yeah, that's all we got. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.